DJ PK, it's 97.5 The Zone. Time to welcome Eddie Hecker to the show, former BYU and Weber State cornerback. Eddie, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? We're doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Just about to go work out in about an hour. You caught our attention on uh, on social media. You uh, you had a post where you were talking about you were advised, you know, okay, you're you're good at the big sky level now. Go do it at the power five level and show us you can do it. And you have your five picks and your three forced fumbles and you have a good year and you didn't get invited to the combine. You added the laughing crying emoji. Are you actually feeling upbeat about your NFL future despite the fact they they passed you over? Did that uh, does that sting a little bit? Is it a combination of both? Um. Well, I just I, I think I'm a I think I'm gonna still do what I'm gonna do in the NFL. I think whenever I get the shot, I'm gonna take full advantage. But just based off like what I was hearing last year on why I didn't have a combine invite or a, you know an All Star like the Hula Bowl, the East West Shrine, and the Senior Bowl, I the reason was because of the level I was playing, like the, the, they wanted to see me at the higher level with, with, uh, one more year to go. So I did that and I felt like I had a better season. So for me to not get any, any, um, any invite just didn't make sense to me, but I mean, I'm, I'm not mad about it. And then I was just confused and thought I thought that was funny. So how much motivation does it provide for you then, Eddie? Um, honestly, it's not too much more motivation because I'm, I'm motivated already. Like, rather I get drafted or not, I'm, like, I know why I'm doing it. I have my why. I just think, I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's not, that doesn't motivate me at all because at the end of the day when I'm in the NFL, I'm not going to be thinking about, <laughs> who didn't pick, like, why I didn't go to the All-Star game or whatever. So, yeah. How big a difference was it moving from the Big Sky to the Big 12? For me, it wasn't that big of a difference. Um, I mean, the linemen were better and bigger and the week in and week out. Um, but that ain't, that's not nothing I have to deal with, I would say. The skilled players, like, I mean, as a whole, there are better skilled player groups in wide receiver rooms. But in the big sky, we have, like, a receiver that's just as good as the rest of these, like, just as good as these people in those rooms as well. So I I didn't think it was too big of a jump. When you're working out now, Preparing, I assume, for when the the pro day comes uh, next month at BYU, and you have your certainly you have your opportunity then to get in front of scouts. So, as far as working out, do you work out on specific things, and what exactly do you need to do during your workouts to put yourself in position for that pro day opportunity? Um, well, talking with my agent, coaches, and people that the scouts have been talking to. They want to see that I could change direction good and they want to see um, they want to see me run fast. So that's been my two main focuses because I can 
I'm a as long as I'm in the low four or five range, and and if I run any type of four or four, I think I'm I'm like on their radar to be able to get drafted. But that's just what I think and what I've been hearing. So, um, in the workouts, we're just, I mean, we're working on explosion, top end speed. We do change of direction twice a week. We do, I mean, we work on everything that we're going to be doing, but we put more emphasis into those two things. You talk about the quality of player at the Big Sky versus the Big 12, and obviously uh, Rashid Shahid has gone from Weber State to the NFL and has put up some pretty good numbers for the Saints. Uh, how much have you gotten? How much have you gotten advice from him on how to proceed here and and what your how your abilities match up with the NFL? Um, I, I talked to him recently. Uh, when he first got in the league, he was like, "Yeah, bro, like." You're going to be good in the league. Like, these corners aren't as good. Uh, it's all about where they came from and stuff. But once you show you can play, you're going to beat them out, type of thing. And um, he, like, he just he just keeps giving me the advice, like, just to, just to be patient and stay, like, stay humble because a lot of people, and, and to keep working because a lot of people that, that, they just come and go because they they get big headed once they get there. When you still have to keep working, that's sort of been the story of your life, though. Is maybe uh, have to keep working and people doubting you, right? I mean, this is really not not anything new for you, right? It's definitely it's the story over and over again since <laughs> high school, and I mean, you know, coming from I guess. The the first time I felt like I had a lot of um, people, like I had a lot of buzz was when I entered the transfer portal and I had over 30 offers from all these schools. But um, I I think I think it just it just it was just something I needed to post just to get off my chest. I just didn't understand it. That's it. When Jay Hill brought you in to uh, to BYU, obviously you had the relationship with him, and so you pick him over all the schools in the transfer portal. Was there the expectation that you were <clears> – <throat> did he talk to you about starting right away? Was it you had to win the job? How much doubt was there with a guy who had seen you play and been around you every day? Um, so – it wasn't. He didn't. I didn't just get get the starting job, but um, realistically, like I knew I was going to start because he wouldn't have put me in that position if he like he knew who I, what type of player I was or what situation I was coming into because he was really seeing it. So he knew like I was going to start as long as I've been did the same thing, um, but um, with Coach Hill, like, I just knew he, basically, I just knew he would put me in the best position. I I didn't have to really think about, like, too much of the room and the cornerback room and everything, just because he wouldn't have recruited me if it wasn't 
good for my future and good for me. You're not listed as six feet. Do you think height is an issue? Um, I mean, to them, to scouts, yes, but um, to me, no. Right. How do you to, compensate then for not being as tall as some other guys? Uh, I mean, technique. Uh, I feel like I'm like I have, my skill set is so much different than everybody, and like what I'm able to do, how I'm able to change direction, and uh, you know, like not once in my college career has somebody just caught the ball because they was too tall. Right. Like I've never, never had that once. So I don't think the height is an issue when I've played against the tallest players, but. Um, I really just think technique trumps all of that, like trumps speed, trumps height, whatever you want to, whatever you want to bring into it that we can't control. But yeah, I think that's what I have better, and I'm good with my technique on more plays than almost a lot of every corner in college and even in the NFL. A lot of corners just get lazy on plays. And, that's when you give up the big one. But I think the like the discipline, Coach Hill and the cornerback coaches I've had instilled in me like to to consistently do things right and it just became a habit to always play with that technique and you get beat some plays and maybe not have good technique on some plays, but you just get right back to it the next play. I think I did a great job of that. We've had a lot of players who played their college ball at one of the schools here in Utah go to the NFL. When they come back on and they talk about it, they always say, man, in the NFL, it's only a 53-player roster. you got to be great on special teams. How many special teams can you play on? I could play on every special team. And, I mean, I wanted to. I wanted to last year just to show my special team value. Um, but at at BYU, you could like the starters can only play start on two special teams, so I couldn't get on all of them. But I think I did. I mean, the special teams I was on, I dominated, and I did everything I was supposed to do on them. Um, yeah, but I'm already practicing for special teams when I do drill work. I know that's a big part of the NFL, and. I know I could play every one of them, and I'm strong enough to play a lot of different positions on the on different special teams. So I think that's my edge over a lot of my positions. I don't think like they're going to be in position to play certain roles on special teams. You were with the DBs every day in practice for BYU. You're leaving and going and having the opportunity to play in the NFL. Tell us about what's left behind as far as what would you what would you say to the fans who would say, hey, how is our defensive backfield going to be in the 24 season? Um, I think it's going to be better. Um, of course, me and Cam is leaving, but right. I, would say, I would say it's going to be better just because all of those guys are um, now more comfortable with the defense they know it. They're not learning. Um, they understand Coach Hill and what he wants out of them. 
they they seen like two seniors and Jacob do it good, so do it at a high level. So now they have something to chase and to follow, and and I know they're hungry, especially seeing like Puka and these their the the other players that they seen go to the league and dominate and play. They know they could do it because they they were just practicing with these guys. And hopefully, me and Cam go to the league and does the same thing, and that motivates them. Cougar fans probably have their favorite Eddie Heckard play from the past year. I think there's uh, two clear contenders for the top play, but hey, maybe I'm wrong. What was your favorite play? Your favorite highlight from the season? Um, my favorite, my my favorite play was. I got to the strip sack in the Arkansas game and uh, the pick six in the Oklahoma State game. I thought those were the two, but I didn't know which one you would pick higher. And I didn't know if I was missing one along the way, but those two jumped out at me. The the strip sack pretty much locked up the win at Arkansas, and you went nuts. That was was a big play. That was good to see. Yeah. So those two plays were definitely my my favorite. Yeah. That, that was my favorite. Well, well, Eddie, we appreciate the time. Good luck uh, in the uh, pursuing the uh, the NFL dream, and we'll uh, we'll be following you and track how you do. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate you, Eddie Heckard, former BYU and Weber not. State cornerback, joining us right here on the Zone. Brendan Quinn, college basketball writer and golf writer for the Athletic, is going to join us at nine o'clock. He's got a story on BYU. We'll talk to him about that coming up in twenty minutes, right here on the Zone. Tickets to the Utah RV Show coming up next.